3: for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: That's right. This is Conversations with Olivia Jade and iHeartRadio podcast.
5: Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Conversations. So today's episode, I'm flying solo because I'm currently out of the country. I've been traveling for the last month or so and with the time difference and stuff, It's just a little difficult to get a guest on. But I also love these types of episodes because it gives me a good chance. And I think you guys really like it as well, where we can just like hang out and talk to one another, which is always fun. So I've actually taken it to the podcast Instagram, if you guys don't follow it and you enjoy the podcast, please give it a follow because then you guys can be more involved in these episodes and you can also see when new episodes are released. And that's where we also show the visual clips like this. So um, yeah, make sure you're following that Instagram page. If you're not, it's conversations with Olivia Jade, I believe it's in my Instagram bio. So you can check it out there. But I asked you guys on there for some questions to answer, and I won't keep you for too long um, on this episode, but I do want to go through and answer them and just catch up with you guys. Oh my God, side note, craziest thing happened to me yesterday. I'm currently in a foreign country, and I was just minding my own business, driving on the road. I was trying to get to the grocery store because there's like where I am, it's a really, really tiny town. So you have to drive like 20, 30 minutes outside of the town for a real grocery store where you can buy like all your stuff for the week because here there's only one store and it's like a fresh produce, tiny, tiny, tiny store. So I decide I'm going to take the car. Also, I was so nervous to do this because everything's on the opposite side here. So the steering wheel's on the other side of the car and then you're also driving on the opposite side of the road but I worked up the courage. I was like, it's okay. I got this. I know how to drive a car. Things were going great. I'm on the highway and it literally sounds and feels like I'm driving on gravel and like, or like just giant rocks, like sharp pointy rocks. And I was like, what's going on? And then a woman drives by me and she starts waving my car down. And it's like, your tire, like pointing at the tire. And I was like, oh, so I pull over to the side. I kid you not. My tire. The whole thing looked like it was going to fall off in any second. And when I had gotten in the car that morning, I saw on like the dashboard, it had said like low tire pressure, but I didn't think anything of it because I feel like when I'm home in LA, my car said that to me in the past, especially when I was a little bit younger and I would kind of ignore it and it would be fine, which don't do clearly this is a big learning lesson if your car says low tire pressure it might actually be a severe problem because i think if i drove any further the tire would have fully flown off the car and i don't know what would have happened but i was on the highway and all these cars were going really fast past me and it was just a really scary 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 experience but we're good anyway kind of irrelevant but that's why um Oh, well, I guess you guys don't know this, but I was supposed to record my podcast yesterday and um, that happened. So now we're here today recording it, but it made for an interesting evening. I'll tell you that much. Okay, so the first question you guys asked me on Instagram was, what are three things people don't know about you that would be surprising? Three things. I think number one. I don't know if this would be surprising, but three things I guess I don't talk about too often is that I'm really interested and in, into listening to other podcasts, but specifically in the self help category. Also just books in general. If you guys haven't listened to Ed Milet's podcast, I listen to it on Spotify. I've listened to it. Every single morning while being away, I go for like a 45 to an hour walk in the neighborhood and I listen to any episode because he has the most amazing people on that I think are inspiring and helpful. And if you're in a creative rut or you feel uninspired or you're a little depressed or whatever it is there's some sort of episode for you i listened to one the other day all about gut health and i thought it was so fascinating he brings on so many amazing people that specialize in these categories and they teach you so much so if you're in anything like any sort of clouded head um you guys should check out his podcast. It's been really helpful to me and it's taught me a lot. And it's something that like, is so inspiring where I want to make my content kind of in that direction as well, because I think for so long I've been so passionate about fashion and makeup and stuff like that, which I still love and adore. And that's what my content will probably always be about because that's what I think I'm really good at. Um, But I feel like as I've gotten older, I've learned so much about, I guess, just like mental health in general, especially after going through the last few years uh, online and dealing with stuff publicly and then how I deal with it privately hasn't always been like the healthiest. And so trying to like listen to these podcasts and read these books to find ways to like be a little easier on myself or... um just kind of like figure out ways to minimize how unmanageable I make my life by how tough I am on myself, if that makes sense. So I've really been loving podcasts and self-help books. I think that's one thing many people probably don't know. Another thing people don't know about me is maybe that hmm, I'm a sensitive person. I am a tough person, but I'm also really sensitive. And I also think that I'm one of those types of people. I'm sure somebody else can relate to this. And if you can, God bless you, because I sometimes feel so alone in it. But do you ever feel like something like so minimal will happen? Like it's so minimal to the point where it's like probably a passing comment from somebody else. But I take it and I like replay it in my head and I think like something's so wrong. And it's something that I've done just recently now, and I don't know where it's coming from, but I basically like take things and I make stories up in my head that I think are a bigger deal than they actually are. I never act upon them is they're all just like things that live inside my brain that eventually just pass, but I never act upon them, but it's just like something that kind of trips me out and trips me up and I think that also ties into my sensitivity because I'll like overthink things and stuff like that. I think, yeah, just me being a sensitive person is probably something a lot of people don't know. Because I think on the outside, especially when you see people on Instagram and social media and um, just like everybody puts out their best moments or... For me, sometimes I don't put anything out at all when I'm like really dealing with stuff internally. And then I think sometimes that comes across as like, oh, everything's great in their life. Like, all what you see is just the positive. Cause I'm not putting out like, oh, I'm having a terrible day today. (laughs) Like, so I think that factors into like a whole bunch of things. But I think like sensitivity tying in with a lack of confidence sometimes is also something people don't know. So I could say those kind of go hand in hand um but i think that's a long enough i think that's a long enough answer for that question so moving on what is something you are proud of i'm proud of a lot of things i'm proud of probably honestly the thing that i'm most proud of is the way i treat other people i think that would have to be my answer because i do feel as though i'm very like understanding and empathetic of other people. I think I'm really forgiving. And I also think that I just am a kind human. And I think that goes a long way. And I think also it goes with feeling secure with yourself and like getting to a point in life when you realize like that is what is the most important at the end of the day. And you're going to feel so much more fulfilled in life if you're kind to others. It's such a waste of time and energy to be a negative person. Um, So I think i have to say that's probably my main answer.
2: Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done
5: I love fashion questions. I honestly get a lot of inspiration from random things I see online, but my style icon has to be, huh, this is hard. I really love how Elsa uh, might botch her name, Host, Cosk, that model. She's got amazing style. I don't even know if that's her name now that I said it out loud. I think it is. She's beautiful, like has such great style. has like such a classy vibe. I also have to say the Olsen twins because their style is fantastic. Um, But yeah, maybe those two or I guess three since the Olsen's are two people. Who is your role model? My role model is... I think god it's hard to choose one I think an easy answer would obviously be my mom because I think what I said earlier about something I'm proud of is being a kind person and I owe every inch of that to her she is so lovely and treats people so well and with so much respect no matter who you are like I mean, seriously, she, she's one of the kindest people. And I actually was on FaceTime with her yesterday and I was, I was talking to her. Also, it's her birthday today when I'm recording this. So happy birthday, mom. I love you. But, um, I was talking to her on FaceTime yesterday and I was like, it's actually so funny because I think that anybody that knows you personally, if anybody's ever met my mom, I can guarantee they have not one bad thing to say about her. She is like so lovely and sweet and kind and compassionate and empathetic and like just the nicest woman, like genuinely so nice. It's scary. So I we were just talking about random stuff yesterday on the phone and I was like, it's funny that, you know, sometimes we get so hard on ourselves and so down on like what people think and these perceptions and stuff and you have to kind of sit back and go like, okay, well, how have I impacted the people that like know me? or that have met me here and there? Like, What do they think about me? And if that response is generally positive, and I'm gonna say 100% of the time is positive with my mom, like that's what life's about, that's what matters. Like, Those are the things we should be focusing on. But instead we all get in our heads of like, well, I wanna appease everybody and I want everybody to like me and I want everybody to know this about me. And like, that's a really slippery slope because at the end of the day, A, not everybody's gonna like you. And this goes further than anything. I think this is generally just a good thing to always remember. Not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to agree with you. Not everybody's going to see your side of things. Not everybody's going to empathize or sympathize with you. And that's okay. Because... At the end of the day, I think we feel especially online with people's opinions and freedom of speech and like people that can reach you and talk to you and judge you, and they don't know you. We feel like their opinions are so valid. And in my experience, I feel like they're so valid and so heard by me that it's almost shaped me to believe I'm a certain type of person. And it takes a lot of like strength and maturity sometimes to sit down and be like, no, 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 that's not correct. Like you're kind, you are whatever it is about yourself that you like, but just like being a little bit nicer to ourselves. Um, And I think that that was a total rant on why my mom's my role model, but she is because she's kind. And I think kindness is the most important thing in this world. I think it will never die out. It will never get old. It's just a beautiful thing. All right. What was your favorite YouTube video that you've made? I think my favorite YouTube video I've made, uh, this is a really tough question. I think honestly, it has to be the slang term series with my mom but there was one year we did um it was me my mom john stamos and david dobrik and it was the four of us and i just remember that day and filming that was really fun i don't know if it's like the best quality produced video on my channel but I think in terms of sitting down and filming something I had like a sore stomach the next day and sore cheeks the next day from how hard I laughed on camera and off camera like that day was just hysterical to me but I would say my favorite videos to film nowadays and to put up on YouTube are vlogs I don't love the idea of people knowing too much about my personal life but I like that I get to choose what I'm putting out there. I like that people love being in my life a little bit. Like, I think it's so cool to share that with people all over the world. And I also love like editing those types of videos. Cause you can really get creative with it as opposed to just like a sit down makeup tutorial. It's a little bit harder to edit and make fun, but I also want to start incorporating a lot more fashion on my channel because I think I'm slowly starting as I sit here on like a massive oversized t-shirt, but, um, I think I'm slowly starting to figure out my style and, what i really love and what i think is in and what i think is me and so i'd love to start producing more videos surrounding that in a more like artistic way i think when i'm back home from my travels i really want to hone in and focus on finding a videographer i would say an editor too but i love editing videos so i'll probably do that for the rest of time but i do want somebody's help to like actually help me film was a question somebody asked I think we're all very lucky because in this generation it's quite easy there's FaceTime there's iMessage there's Instagram there's all these different things that we can use to really feel connected to one another while we're not there so I think something that's amazing even if you're in different time zones or whatever it is it's like let's have a meal together over FaceTime like what a great way to connect I think also the best types of friendships are the ones, you know, like we don't have to speak every day or every second. Like I got you, you got me. And when we pick up, it's like nothing ever happened because it can be really hard, especially if you're working a lot or you're busy or you're just tired or you're in a new relationship and it's harder to focus on those. Like you'll find your balance and you'll find your swing of things. But I think, you know, having understanding friends and relationships and people around that are okay with that is really important. What's your life motto? This is a really big question, in my opinion, and I actually think it's quite deep. Um, I think right now my life motto is, if you don't regret, you haven't learned. And I think that goes with everything. But I think that sometimes we have this idea of, oh, I live with no regrets. Oh, I, I, no regrets. Ha, ha Like it's become this kind of like saying that I think is actually kind of counteractive sometimes. And I think regret is healthy because I think that means like something in your brain went off to be like, Oh, like, that's not right. Do better. Learn from it. That feeling of that's kind of like self-loathe or like that negativity inside that feels so sometimes i actually think can be beneficial in life because it means like you want to change something you don't want to feel that way forever you know so i think like not regretting regrets i think it's okay to regret i think that's how you learn i think that's how you live i think that's how you move on i think it's how you grow it's how you become a better person and i think all of us are so hard on ourselves and I was listening to another podcast this morning about self-confidence and I thought it was really interesting because the woman on Ed mylette's podcast today was talking about self-confidence and she was talking about this inner voice of like the one that's so mean to her and I kind of was sitting there listening like this is a self-confidence expert is what she calls herself and she can sit there and admit like oh, I have that like bitch inside of me that's so mean to myself that's constantly telling me like, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that, whatever it is. And sorry, this is a little jump off of my regret topic. But I just another thought. um, I just think it's so true. And it's so interesting that like, we all feel so alone sometimes within ourselves to be like, so hateful. And we're so mean to ourselves. And we're so, so hard on ourselves. And A, it was kind of comforting to hear like, oh, I'm not alone in that. And I'm sure so many people listening to this as well can relate to what I'm saying. But also knowing that like, you can recognize that and, and be a little easier on yourself. And she gave a great piece of advice, which was just like, reframing how you talk to yourself a little bit. So um, just saying, you know, instead of being so hard on myself, and oh you're you're dumb or like you're dumb you're this whatever whatever you can just say Olivia like you're doing okay today or like Olivia that wasn't your best but like what would what would make Olivia like kind of talk to yourself in a different setting so it's easier to be a little bit more gentle because for some reason we are ourselves biggest bully I don't know if that made any sense but made sense when I was listening to it um What's your favorite thing to distract you from stress? I honestly, I don't know if I have a way to distract me from stress. I feel like when I'm stressed, I'm just stressed, but I think it's fine to live in it a little bit. And then I think it's important also to realize like how to let go. Like what's a waste of energy and what's a waste of stress. I think like, Sometimes we stress about such small things. And if you think of it in the grand scheme of life, like in 2032, am I going to be thinking about like what I was stressing about? I feel like 90% of the time, it's probably a no. And if it's a yes, then maybe we need to evaluate that situation and see like, okay, how can I like make a decision that, you know, I'm not going to stress over or how can I like aid that certain situation? Because Most of the time, I think it's pretty minimal and unnecessary. I'm going to end with this question. Ways to overcome the fear of starting a podcast. I think if you want to start a podcast, just start it. And I know it's easier said than done. But I also think now more than ever is such an amazing time because so many people are trying to be in this space. What I will say, though, is like, don't start I've, and i think this has been said forever but like don't do stuff just for money and i know it's easier said than done especially cuz i sit here in a massive position of privilege where i don't have to worry about fi- like finances which is obviously like a very rare and specific situation but i think that a lot of people don't realize like the work effort and load that kind of it requires to be in the podcast space or the youtube space i don't really know about the other social media because i don't do it as much but i think just starting if it's something you're passionate about finding out what you want to talk about what you love what you think can help others and then just going for it and doing it and teaching yourself as you go along with it i taught myself how to edit all my own youtube videos and how to film and what cameras and lenses and everything like that so if i can do it you can do it it's possible Um, and I think that we'll end it on that. So thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope that it helped, or I don't even know what I talked about for the last 25 minutes, but I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope everybody's having a lovely evening or morning or afternoon. And I will talk to you guys next time. Thanks. Bye.